Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I'm Adam. Hello! I'm not Adam. <laughs> this week we're watching 2003's Underworld. Because there's a new Underworld movie, Part 9. Yeah. What is it? Uh, 13, I think. Yeah, coming out (laughs) around the time of this release. So we're watching the original Underworld. This movie was directed by Len Wiseman, who directed Live Free or Die Hard as well. Yeah. But that's a bad one. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. Wait, that one? That wasn't as bad as the Russian one. That was with the Mac guy? Yes, that's with the hacker. Okay. Not as as bad as... uh, but this is when he becomes cartoon. Time of the day. Yeah, this, this is the first uh, cartoon edition of, of John McClane. But then A Good Day to Die Hard is the full-blown superhero. Oh, my God. McClane, right? Yeah. That's yeah. one where he actually like jumps off a building and flips off a helicopter as he pisses. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah that, honestly, By the way, this, uh, this Underworld is five in the series. Oh, the, uh, the new bl- one. Coming. Yeah, Blood Wars okay. coming out. Uh, this guy, Len Wiseman, who directed Underworld, he's also directing a movie that's coming out soon, Adam. It's called... Die Hard Year One. No. Where it's a prequel? They're going to show you the Wait. life of John McClane before he goes to the Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's going to play that? I don't know. If, if, if it's not Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. Because <laughs> he did another fantastic Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, no. That hurts my soul. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's not that bad. So this director is going to be doing that movie, Adam. Keep that in the back of your mind. All right. This movie stars Kate Beckinsale, Scott Speedman, Michael Sheen, Bill Nighy, amongst others. Let me do a brief synopsis. Celine, a beautiful warrior, is entrenched in a war between the vampire and werewolf races. Although she is aligned with the vampire, she falls in love with Michael, a human who is sought by werewolves for unknown reasons. I ask this every episode. Have you guys ever seen Underworld before? I have it. Yeah. I, I may have even seen this one in theaters when it came out. Okay. I've never seen this. All right. This looks like it'd be up my wheelhouse because there's vampires and werewolves yeah. from the horror world. One of my favorite movies is Blade. Oh, Blade's amazing. I love Blade. Yes. I love the music. The music in Blade is good. The, the, the way action sequences in Blade are good. The way the vampires die yes. is the best way yes. anything should ever die in any movie yes. ever. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. They die differently in the movie, though. No, well, they like just turn to ash and just disintegrate. Well, you see their skeleton. Yeah, yeah, it's and, fucking awesome. Yes, because uh, I remember remember the part where they're actually using the fluid to actually kill them. Yeah, yeah, and they pop like zits. Okay, mm-hmm. not that, okay. I'm talking about the original. He's talking about the traditional. Yeah, in, Bla- in Blade One, uh, minus Ryan Reynolds. No, that's part that's, three. That's Blade yeah, Three. Mi- yeah. yeah, minus. I'm saying minus. So the first Blade, uh-huh. minus uh, Jessica Biel as well, which came later. That's in three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Minus, minus, as in without. Minus two. <laughs> oh, I'd say God. minus two. All right. First blade, great. Uh huh. I still like the Ryan Reynolds blade, but but the first blade was was wow. Yes. Ryan Reynolds was never blade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> when I saw this in, in theaters, I was thinking, you know what? This looks kind of bladeish. Like I like blade. Okay. But then Van Helsing came out around this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Van Helsing was such a piece of shit. It was real bad. I fucking hated that movie so much. I saw this. I'm like, no. <laughs> Vampires and wolves fighting each other, like that stupid Van Helsing movie. Not uh, interesting. Hugh Jackman ruined you, huh? So I turned, so I tuned this out of my brain for 13 years, going on 14 <laughs> years. I saw previews for Underworld 2, Underworld 3, 
Kate Beckinsale wasn't in one of the Underworlds, right? Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah, yes. it was another oh. chick who kind of looks like her. Not necessarily. Oh. So I finally sat down. I watched this movie. I was like, you know what? It's on Netflix. Press play. Let's see what's going on in Underworld. Yeah. Didn't care for this movie, fellas. No. <laughs> oh. I really didn't care for this movie. Because the perfection of Blade was constantly yeah. in the back of my head. And I, I I couldn't follow the story. I don't know what the who's who's fuck is betraying who, uh-huh. what's happening. Okay. I was so confused with everything. There were vampires who look alike. The C- the CGI effects were really bad for me. Like they didn't age well. They, no, this movie did not age well. This movie at did all. not age well in general. Besides the mm-hmm. CGI effects, yeah, like everything in it. it. It also reminded me of I Frankenstein a lot. Okay, another movie I really <laughs> dislike. Stand uh, also in the spoilers archive. Check that yes, one out. Check that out. So, Wanna Be Blade mixed with Van Helsing mixed with I Frankenstein. I didn't like I I no, couldn't with this movie. It has the Matrix at bits in it too. And it, had, it wanted yep. to be the Matrix it, yes, too. Absolutely. It did. This movie made me really mad. Yeah. I, wow. I, I now see Adam when <laughs> when we make you watch a scary movie. <laughs> like I know what it's like now for you to just be like, this is fucking stupid. Okay. This this is your offering to me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I Wow. I did not enjoy this movie. Interesting. Mm. I don't understand why. <laughs> There's so many things where I was like, what the fuck's going on? All right. Well, maybe so, I can help. I'm, you, I'm sure I can explain it as well. Uh, okay. So the lichen, yeah. or they are the wolves right. of this world. Do the vampires shoot them with silver bullets? Yes. Okay. Um, in this world, well, I'm guessing it's London because everybody has a British accent here. Sure. Uh, yeah, except okay. for the main guy, Scott Speedman. Right. This world, this city or this t- village yeah. reminded me of the village in I Frankenstein, where there's no one who lives in the city. Okay. It's just a barren fucking city with a few extras wandering with okay. one central building that the, the fucking gargoyles in, from I Frankenstein live in. Like, th- this movie just reminded me too much of. Okay. Yeah. My, minus the opening scene. All these movies. Uh, there's not a whole lot yeah. of humans. I, the opening scene, I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. It's not the opening scene of Blade. Right. The opening scene of Blade is fucking flawless. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're walking into. She's like, you're coming with me to the club. Yeah, the club. And then the, when oh, the blood the starts club. coming pouring down. Damn. And everyone knows he's not a, a vampire. Yeah. In Blade. And then it's beautiful because everybody's ready to fucking yeah. eat this guy. And then Blade just shows up. And half the crowd is scared of Blade. The other half, let's get him! And Wesley Snipes fucks everyone up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that opening scene to Blade. It's really good. It's it really, is good. really good. And I really liked the opening scene to Underworld. Okay. That train sequence and yeah. mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's nice. But then when you actually get to, into the meat of the story, I'm like, what? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first sequence was super matrixy. That was a complete matrix. Yes. We're four years removed from the matrix yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I think there's not many people in the movie is because a lot of Europe, uh, after a certain amount of time, uh, they close the shop. Everyone goes home. There's nothing to do. So I'm thinking the reason why you don't see the very many people is because it's so late at night. There's not many people. The only people that are actually there are on the call doctors that actually mm-hmm. take care of things. Well, that that didn't bother me. It just reminded me of I Frankenstein. Fair like, enough. So many things. Like every time you watch a John Carpenter movie, Adam, it reminds you of like they live and Halloween 3. Like all the Carpenter movies you hate. Yeah. Like when I showed you the thing, you were like, yeah, but it's still Carpenter. Like, that's how I felt with this movie. Ah. Like, yeah, it still reminds me of my friends. Okay. I see that. I want to get into these arguments. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. All right. So, so we open up and there's uh, just uh, Celine. Uh, that's her name, right? Celine? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so she she's like just watching for werewolves or lichens mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, she's be- a death dealer, yeah. which I guess is a high ranking vampire. Yeah, so or she's it's a warrior. Her class. special her specialty is to kill wolves. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, okay. as far as the, like the, there's the the people like the. For for lack of better terminology, there's the accountants of the vampire world, uh, and then there's the enforcers. She's she's one of the enforcers. <laughs> she's she's not behind the scenes uh, reading all the scriptures or whatever, and blah 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 blah. Would the accountant in the Blade world be that big fat, <laughs> that big Pinky? fat one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They turn the UV light on. He's like, Argh! yeah. That's the accountant of of the Blade right. universe. So she's 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 a key enforcer. So she. Uh, She's always on the hunt because mm-hmm. in in this world, the uh, the lichens and the vampires have been at, at war for a very long time. Uh, hundreds, of hundreds, of, maybe even thousands, for yes. all we know. Hundreds, and I think so. is it hundreds? Okay. And they are pretty much fighting off the last of the lichens. So there's not that many left because mm-hmm. they've been hunting them for so long. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we got two lichens here. All right, let's uh, let's get them, boys. And then they they, get, they they encounter them in the train in the in the train station, and the lichens this big. Black scary dude turns around and he just bah, he just starts <laughs> unloading on everybody mm-hmm. and uh, there's a huge fire shootout uh, and th- this kind of bumped me at the beginning when I first saw it, it was like um, vampires versus werewolves I'm, I'm not expecting uh, gun battles yes uh, but that's their main way of doing it I mean over the centuries you have to advance you can't use crossbows I guess it's not so effective in- but can your vampire abilities also work against a wolf yeah like don't they have I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess there's some... You know how last week we watched End of Days? Yeah. Like, what are the rules that the devil can follow? Yeah. Like, what are the rules of the vampires in this world? Well, like, I, I think there's, like, an unspoken uh, treaty of some kind. The, the, the werewolves and the lichens, uh, the vampires, they, they're not allowed to show themselves in front of other people. Because if they do, I assume all the people would then turn against them. So they have to stay hidden so that the populace doesn't come up against both of them and kill them both. That's that's why I assume because once these lichens open fire, it comes out later. Like they open fire in front of people, and that's against that's against the rules. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I would assume that's the rule because it helps it helps keep it lets them survive in the world of humans. They would destroy them if they knew they existed. Because if they opened up fire and like uh, brought the humans into the war, that would be one more class of people that would try to take them out. Yeah, this is like a uh, Hellboy two. No. Hellboy 2 has got a lot more uh, fun to it. No, but I'm saying how in Hellboy 2, like, <laughs> they made a, a treaty with humans, like, the monsters go in the woods and they go underground. That's a little bit more comical for Hellboy humans. 2, and uh, this one is more okay. along the lines of a uh, spoken treaty between the werewolves and the, and the vampires. It had nothing to do with the humans. Okay. Yeah, I've been trying to find where this is, takes place. Uh, it was filmed in uh, Hungary and Canada, but I don't think that's <laughs> where the actual setting is. It might actually just be Hungary. Yeah, Okay. Uh, sure, that, that makes the most sense uh, out of between the two in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's a, there's a huge firefight. Uh, they they eventually chase the werewolves off. They shoot they shoot one of them with the silver, uh, which means he cannot transform now because if there's silver in their in their body, they can't transform to werewolves. That that's it's supposed to uh, hinder the process. <coughs> uh, they go off. They fight. There's uh, somebody follows the one down in the sewers, uh, and uh, she, she shows he's crazy ninja star things at him which uh, they open up and deploy and launch into him and then he runs off but she hears something in the distance that she thinks is more lichens so she goes back home to report this and uh the douchebag guy what the hell craven craven wow he as, as soon as he comes on the screen i fucking hate the guy already i, I know that guy's <laughs> that guy's a, that guy's the villain in this in this movie he's shane brawley right 
yes, Shane Brolin. Okay. Uh, the the one th- the one thing I didn't like about this character besides him being just an asshole <laughs> was that he I think he was playing too much the the angle of I'm a vampire where every time he talks he's like he's trying to reveal as much teeth as possible so you can see the fangs every, just the weirdness of his is like is the the way he, the, when he opened his mouth is like you're doing that intentionally to show me your fangs we know you're a vampire already so shut it down. But he just, he just kept doing it. It was very upsetting. You know, honestly, to tell you the truth, I mean, I think Bill Nighy had made a much more convincing vampire than uh, than Shane Brawley, especially with the way he was acting. Wasn't Bill Nighy the guy they woke up? Yeah, yeah. that's Victor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he he's he's always been Victor to me because this is the, the first time I saw Bill Nighy was in this movie. Okay. So every time I see him, another was like, "Hey, it's Victor." So that's 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 my. He's been in other movies. He was in a uh, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Sure, he, he played a general in a bunch of. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's uh, he, he's um the tentacle face. David guy. Jones. Yeah, he's David Jones. Oh right, right, right. He looks pretty good with a beard. Yeah, I don't know, but every time I see him, that's no, he's, he's, he's a vampire. Uh, but anyway, so they're, they're they're coming up on this big thing uh the ceremonial thing where uh people are coming in other vampires from other all over the world are coming to this one location because it's going to be the transformation or the the switching of leadership is what it is uh, apparently what the vampires are doing the way they survive for so long is they're they're leapfrogging through time this is the way they they say it uh there's three people that rule the vampire kingdom two of them are pretty much in uh hypersleep while one of them rules uh-huh. And then uh, once the transition happens, he the one goes down, one of the one comes up, and uh, there's <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make you guys mad. Okay, this movie, the way the vampires looked, a lot of this reminded me of like Twilight. Yeah, like the like the it. design of the vampire, like the way they act, like like all like hoity toity. Yeah, the vampires and yeah. But is that not what you assume vampires to be? No. No? Remember Blade? Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Aside aside from Blade. (laughs) Aside from the the best version of vampires. Love the vampire slayer. I never saw it. Oh. Uh, It's a good show. Thank you. Is it? I want to get into it because it's Josh Whedon and he does amazing stuff. Yeah. So I I do eventually want to get into that. I like watching Angel. That was pretty good. That was okay. But Buffy's still better than Angel. I I agree. Yeah. Is it better than Bones? Yes. Probably. <laughs> that was Angel. I don't. David okay. Boreanaz. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the family got it a bit with David Boreanaz, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'll just explain later because it's off the show. But if you guys want to watch it, it's on Family Guy. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> a Christmas special. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. So, they're getting ready for this whole uh, party type of thing that's happening. Festivus? Yeah. It's, it's, a, fest- it's a festivus for the rest of us. And uh, so, like, everyone's like, calm down, Celine. Uh, what you're saying is crazy stuff. But they did discover something new that the werewolves have. They have these new bullets, which I think is pretty cool. They, they have fire a fire UV. Yeah. Like in Blade. <laughs> okay. Basically, it's, it's the same color, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the color of UV. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the way that things work. I yeah. thought because a lot of the movie had a lot of blue tones. I think that's the reason why they yeah. used it. Uh, UV, no, sending, UV is, is, is blue. Standing for ultraviolet, yeah. Yeah. which is a purple, a, a very dark shade of blue, but it's still blue. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that they, we get, we gotta we have to we have to dive into it. We have to investigate because yeah. they where do they get these weapons from? How do they have them? Yeah, are wolves supposed to be idiots? Yeah, 
But uh, so did they make them themselves? Like, no, it's probably they hijacked some uh, government whatever. This is specifically designed to kill vampires. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Another thing I liked about this this movie, the the the, the black dude, this works the cage pretty much. He was he was in Snatch. Uh, I think he was he was yeah, he was uh, Soul. I think was his, was his name or the other. He's guy. one of the three henchmen. Yeah. That I, I saw on screen. I just got very excited because okay. uh, Snatch was an amazing movie to me. Silly goose. Yeah. Ah, hey, uh, yeah. Shut up and sit down, you big, big bald, bald fuck. fuck. <laughs> Anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to London. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what happens is Celine is going to the, I guess, the person in charge of her coven at the time, trying to figure out whether or not that that something there's a mild lichen uh, group there, and um, Craven, I guess, is the one in charge at the moment, at least until uh, the new per- the new per- the new head comes in. Yeah, he denies or and thinks that she's up to like ridiculousness because he doesn't believe that she's capable of uh, thinking that nothing is wrong, and she all and she's he thinks that she's paranoid, so she goes behind his back to start searching for the lichen. Uh, um, what's it called? Lichen nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nest. Uh, yeah. Hive. Uh, not hive. Nest. Well, den. Den. Yeah. Den sounds better. Yeah. Wolves, man. Uh huh. And then Scott Speedman, the guy she locked eyes with in the yeah yeah here, yeah know. Michael Michael mm-hmm. that's right Scott Speedman, <laughs> the guy she like locked eyes with yeah he reminded me a lot of uh, Dorian Gray from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie you watched. Wow. What? Just ca- no, actually no, he didn't. The leader of the vampire. Craven. Oh, that he had like okay. a sort of like a little All right, I can see that. little faggy <laughs> tone to him. Yeah. That's going to get you in trouble so I know. much. No, that's I fine. Know. I didn't I had no other fucking it's word. It's fine. No, it's to it, address We're we're in Trump's America now. We can yeah. say faggy. Well, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> January 20th. Oh, that's right. We're a couple days off. Yeah. I deny your reality and substitute my own. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Celine decides she's going to she, she investigate. She thinks that the lichens are trailing him. Yeah, for she, some reason. She, she, because she, the, the the pictures that she was taking, which I don't know who had the camera, but some, somebody was taking pictures of this, and they, they track the the eyes of the lichens, and they, they're following that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she links it together. They tried to grab that guy in the, back in the uh, in the subway station. So let's find out where this guy is. So she finds out it's uh, this guy named Michael uh, something or other. Corvin. Corvin. Cor- yeah. Corvin. Corvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not like Corvin. No, Corvin. Not okay. the V. Okay, not okay. Just thinking maybe it might be Corvin Dallas. Dallas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. There, there's nothing about this that has, speaks Bruce Willis. No, <laughs> it wasn't a hive. <laughs> it was then. It's a Fifth Element reference for the yeah. rest of you out there. That uh, was the first movie Bruce I ever saw movie. Chris Tucker in. Yeah, oh, it was right? Fifth Element. I approve. It wasn't Friday. It was Chris oh. Tucker. Mine was Rush Hour. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Phil Elman came later, later in life. So what we didn't talk about earlier was Michael Corvin is some sort of um, doctor or at least some sort of assisting. He, he works in a hospital with prison break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Captain Cold if you're watching the Flash Fair series. Enough. So what he does is he's, um, I guess he's, I guess he's a super, an attendant basically. So he's working like the night shift. Intern. Interning. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, basically, um, he has this rough night because of what happened. Uh, and he's, um, looking to get out of there or he's easily just working like normal and he's just trying to say what happened. And then all of a sudden two cops come out to get him saying that, uh, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. I think he's at home recuperating and the, uh, they, they talked to Captain Cold at the, uh, at the hospital <laughs> and they, they, <laughs> And then Captain Cold calls him saying, like, hey, these guys are looking for you. I told him you weren't involved in the shooting because you're not, like, the kind of person. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
I don't want to bring this up. That's also sort of like Blade. Because the, oh, the victim, like the main chick, is a doctor. She's a yeah, blood doctor. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tied in somehow. And then there's dirty cops. Yeah. Well, they're not like even Blade. dirty. They're not dirty cops. They're not even cops. I know, but they're, like, they're yeah. posing as... Right. I know. Okay. So, so Selena then goes to Michael's house because uh, we got to find out that they're chasing you. And uh, we, we flash now to the Lycan Den where everyone was happening. and Where he, they have like Fight Club... Yeah, like a Fight Club ring. Yeah, why didn't they show the? It was the CGI too much to show two vampires going at it. You just see the. It's like Werewolf One, yeah. Werewolf Two. They jump at each other. Crowd reaction. Oh, fight's over. Yeah, show me the fucking fight. I, I think there's there's maybe. Well, they already showed the likings at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're not saving that. Nope. Uh, it's it's got it's budget. It's got to be budget. I know. <laughs> yeah. So Michael Sheen comes in, and. Uh, Oh, this, yes. this this guy's he's awesome. I love I love Michael Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in other things, I'm sure. That but Twilight. He's in Twilight. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like the head of the Vampire Council. One of them. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I think I watched. Well, what do you know him best from? It's from this. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you there, serious? There's no other role that. Oh. Hold Uh-oh. on. Hold on. There's no other role that. You, I'm, it's possible. Damn it! Oh, it's gonna come back to bite me. It's gonna, you, what you say? It's gonna be like it's gonna be, of course. Okay, let me see. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, Michael Sheen comes in as uh, Lucian. Uh, he pretty much, he, he's the leader of the of the den, and he tells them all, "Hey, you guys are acting like animals because mm-hmm. uh, we're wolves." Um, <laughs> shut it down and pack uh, of dogs, not wolves. Baby. Yeah, pack of dogs. Yeah, and. Uh, he goes back into the back room where there's a scientist there. He, they got they got this guy chained up. They uh, they're doing blood tests on him and ah, it's another false positive. So great. What about this guy? We, did you find that guy? We didn't get to him. Why? Ah, vampire showed up. Bah, I got bullets in me. Uh, and they take the bullets out and then they decide, oh, there's just one guy left. We we haven't found him yet, Michael. <clears throat> All right, I have to do everything myself. You insolent fucks, or whatever. That and he, he goes off to now hunt down Michael and Lucian. We find out was the leader of the Lycans that the vampires thought they eliminated. Yes, so nobody knows that he's been alive right. this whole time. In fact, Craven is only in charge because he supposedly killed, killed Lucian. Yep, but turns out, nah, not so much. Lucian's alive. Yeah. So now they go. We're at Michael's place now. Uh, Selena's already there looking through his stuff, sees a picture of a girl and gets jealous instantly because she's already in love with the guy. <laughs> uh, Michael comes in. Oh, well, why are they after you? What are you doing? And then the Lycans show up. There's a... Uh, Matrixy gunfight? There's a super Matrixy gunfight. Uh, he, he gets to the elevator and escapes her while she's stuck there. Werewolves coming down the hallway, climbing the walls, climbing the roof, and she's unloading on them, somehow not hitting all of them. <laughs> It's a pretty cool like gun that she uses though too. Uh, automatic uh, pistol. Yeah. Auto- yes. That's like from Equilibrium. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, this this this, this when, okay. When I first saw this movie, everything that was happening was amazing to me. Watching it now, it's kind of it, it just seems so cheesy ish. Yep. Uh, so it, it, it did not hold up for me. Uh, even though at the time I was all like super on board. So she starts shooting the floor out from under her. So she goes to the floor b- below. Which Mythbusters disproved this. They did this exact same thing where they had the guns firing in all around the circle, and there's no way. You need like uh, a couple thousand rounds of ammunition in order to pull that off, mm-hmm. if at all. Okay. Uh, that's, a tr- that's a Trinity move. Like I can picture Trinity in the yes, Matrix doing yes. this move. This is, yes. To escape agents. Absolutely. 
And I, I remember thinking that uh, Kate, Kate Beckinsale, Kate Beckinsale mm-hmm. at the time, like, fuck, this is this is a hot, powerful chick. Uh-huh. And I even at the time I even thought that was hotter than Trinity. Uh, not so much now. <laughs> it, it just didn't hold up, and some of the way that she was fighting, some of the punch moves, like that was a pulled punch. That, uh, this is choreographed sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it just it was, it was weird to watch it again like this because it's like all my illusions of this movie had, were being shattered. I mean, I was an impressionable age at the time. I don't know. Maybe if you took your glasses off, it might actually help. <laughs> a blur, it's just slightly. Maybe with these new prescriptions, man. All right, good. fine, fine. <laughs> I did like this bit. Um, well, cause we haven't gone to this part yet because okay. uh, Michael actually he uh, gets attacked by the two werewolves are posing as cops. They take him. Bring oh, him. No, that's much farther away. Oh crap! Yeah, no. This is Lucian finds him. Uh, Lu- he, he, Michael gets to the bottom floor. Lucian's there waiting for him at the elevator. He's like, "Hello, Michael," and then <laughs> and attacks bites him, him, bites him, which is cool. Yeah. And then you see you see the eyes switch with Lucian. White, they yeah, blue. Yeah, that that crystal bluishness, which is mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. It looks like they're blind, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huge cataracts. Uh, and the- <laughs> see, this 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 is what I didn't understand. So he's a werewolf. He's the leader of the werewolves. Yeah, but I always thought the werewolf mythology was when you were bit by a wolf, they're in wolf form. That's how you gain the curse of the wolf. Oh, like in American Werewolf in London, they're bitten by a werewolf, but it's in wolf form. Okay, like every. Every version of of the wolf stories, it's in okay. wolf form. So this guy's like a hybrid. What is he? Yeah. No. Well, he's he's a he's a he's a leader. He's maybe he's got special powers. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why he's a leader because he's he's, he's uh, above. Uh, he's got the inner circle of werewolfness. Well, okay. Well, the way it works in this one, it's based upon a biology. It's not necessarily a curse. It's more of a, a venom. Okay. Yeah, so he, he, it's Michael. Celine comes and pulls him away, uh, shoots uh, Lucian a couple times, and, and and they're off. This is where Lucian becomes really badass. Yeah, so Lucian takes he, he, he t- picks up a vial from his pocket, puts the blood in there, like yeah, I got what I came for, and he goes off. Uh, Celine's driving Michael away, and you see Lucian chase after him after he pull mm. he pushes out all the bullets of his on his own without yeah. him touching him. He does a weird move, which I thought was weird at the time. Just like takes his shirt off, I'm like what the fuck was the point of that? And then he does. He just concentrates, and the bullets come popping out of his, his skin. And like that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. See, uh, see, and then, uh, proving again still that he's a more powerful werewolf than the other guys. Oh, okay. The other guys got shot, and they just like kind of ah, oh, I can't transform. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then after she's chasing, running away in the car, which is driving away instead of running away, um, you see uh, Lucian run after the car at a top speed, and it so looks like fast. he's so yeah. Yeah, they actually, bad. yeah, the, per- the perception they That's make badass. him look like he's running faster than he really is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. And he jumps in the car and he does this move, which I'm sure Maestro just just his pants about. He has blade in his sleeve, <laughs> <laughs> but he's yep. aiming to the center of the car. Yeah, but there there's someone in the driver's seat and the passenger seat, but he's aiming for the center. Let me hit the spot where no one's sitting. Okay, I, I would assume this is because of the way she's driving, because eventually he does hit her. Yeah, but he, at, at the beginning, the yeah. So maybe he she swerved a little bit, and ah, yeah, because I'm on top of the car without holding onto it so hard, uh, I missed my mark a little bit. Okay, but thanks uh, for defending that part. Yeah, welcome. That's fine. Eventually, he gets her in the arm. Is this you two versus me? 
Huh? Has this ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of on your side a little bit uh, because I do think a lot of this is real dumb now after watching it again. However, I didn't like any of it. Okay, but so there, I, there, there's still my teenage brain that's like uh, trying to defend this as much as possible based okay. on my teenage uh, mm-hmm. perceptions. Are you trying to tell me to have a teenage perception of life? I would never say that to your face. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I really like, and it, it's pretty much here. Yeah. Uh, this I like how they wake up Victor. I like how they have them like entombed oh yeah. yeah like you have to pour blood in there to wake him up it reminded me did you guys did you guys ever watch dracula 2000 yes remember how they woke up dracula mm-hmm. is that he's, a plane he's, no yeah they wake him up in a plane okay yeah and the the tomb has uh they have those uh what are the things that suck the blood out of you leeches, leeches. yeah they his body's covered in leeches to keep mm-hmm. like the vampiric blood out of him mm-hmm. that some guy gets cut and then it falls into the casket mm-hmm. and that he drinks that and he's like oh he wakes up and yeah. you see he see he looks like a skeleton until he gets like more of his power. Yeah. That's what this reminded me of when they woke Victor up. Yeah. I, I, really I, cool. I liked it. The the way they did that, the whole uh concept of how they preserve them is like, okay, it makes it makes somehow in this fictional world it makes science sense. Like I, I get it. Okay. But yeah, so anyway, so, uh, so in this world, Mythbusters would be like, all right, we're going to try to disprove how it's possible <laughs> for a vampire to wake up early. Yeah. <laughs> Although in this day and age, Mythbusters is no more. Now it's the White Rabbit Project, which is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah because Adam and uh, Jamie, Jamie, they don't like each other. Yeah, they, I don't think they ever did. No. Maybe at the beginning, maybe the first season. No. But, yeah. They were very different people. Yeah. But, um, anyway... So they escape. Celine's like, uh, all right, uh, we escaped. We're fine. But then she passes out the wheel because she's lost too much blood. He's trying to help her. They crash. Uh, I think he saves her, but then they both pass out. Mm-hmm. Then they Because they both were losing blood. Yeah. Then they both wake up and they're uh, talking about their feelings. Uh, <laughs> uh, they get back to the... Coven? The coven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coven, well, yeah. It's a considered yeah, a coven. It's a coven. Yeah. Okay. And then they... Then they, she realizes that Lucian, uh, Craven was the only witness to Lucian's death, Demise. supposedly. Yeah. So she thinks maybe this is a conspiracy. Yeah. So she goes to the to, to the book records. She goes talks to the accountants, and uh, <laughs> pulls out the book where it shows the the history that's been drawn with pictures and words. And there's there's a fucking Lucian's skin is in the damn book. Mm-hmm. So this is the skin that was torn from Lucian's body to prove that he was dead. She takes the image, compares it to a different image of the emblem that she saw around Lucian's neck. Like, for a split second. Yeah. I don't know how she remember that. You got those eyes, man. <laughs> That's why she's a warrior. What? Did they ever explain why when she, like, um, when she gets in vampire mode, her eyes change blue? Was there any significance to that? No. Is she think- just entering, like, vampire rage mode or something? Yeah. That's what that's supposed to signify? Yeah, you're entering a, a trance of some kind. Oh, okay. Maybe you're you're channeling your vampire powers more. I think the whole reason why they chose blue is because the entire movie is like tones of blue. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't really see any red except for the blood. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's the reason why they chose it. Yeah, I have sense. no other reason to understand besides that. Yeah, well, it just looks cool. <laughs> and I don't, you know, the way, if they use the context, their they, eyes go whoop in different directions. Then they do that in Blade also with uh, Roth. Uh, Eli Roth, I think the main vampire dude in um, oh you mean Blade? Uh, oh you mean uh, Deacon Frost? Yeah, yeah. Is that his name? They use Deacon Frost. Oh, in the, that, okay. That's the character's name. Okay. In, in that movie, he, they use a full eye contact where it turns completely red. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was red. Yeah. I thought it was blue for some reason. Well, because is, no. is this natural eye color blue? Yeah, it is. It's piercing blue. I'm pretty yeah, sure. There you go. He's got that. He, he did commercials for that blue cigarette, whereas like the whole thing was oh, black and white yeah. except for his blue eyes. That's right. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> 
Ha! Ha! <laughs> no, I want aspirin. Why? All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lucky day. Um, <laughs> so now... <laughs> So now we're back in the coven, and uh, Craven's like pissed. Like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? And uh, this, this this girl that wants Craven's bones and wants to be the queen, even though Craven's obviously going to choose Celine, uh, sees him, f- sees the bite, freaks out. He freaks out. He runs out the window. She runs to the ceiling. Yeah, she. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing that I found kind of weird about this too is the the vampires. They did a lot of uh, hissing. Yeah, cat. They did a lot of cat uh, type things. That was weird. I yeah. didn't expect that. But that hiss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah, but just because they have the teeth like a cat. Yeah, so does everyone else. Like, it's just like not. I mean, we have the same thing. We have cat teeth. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We have the vampire. So, well, some of it's worse than others. Yeah. Well, some people also file their teeth down to be vampires or put veneers in to make it even look more like yeah, vampires. They're crazy as hell. Uh. So anyway, uh, Michael runs away. Uh, she has. She goes. She'll try to find him again. Or now she's now she wakes up Victor. This is where she wakes up Victor because mm-hmm. now Being she's pissed. yeah she because now she she does the scene where she talks in the mirror, which you find out later is because once the blood goes into somebody, you their start memories. getting their memories, which is why Michael's been getting flashbacks of Lucian's uh, death scene or Lucian's uh, pivotal scene, which comes into play later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't understand it, and we don't understand it yet either. But we will later. I thought vampires had no reflection. Is that like a rule in vampire that's, movies? That's a, Ooh, that's, that's a, true. That's a surprise. That's surprisingly used sometimes, not all the time. Oh, okay. Only certain types of uh, uh, mythos revolve around lack of an uh, image. Uh, usually, like for instance, if you look at the ones that are involved with like um, the transference of like bacteria or venom, based upon instead of making it like all magical, then they still have a reflection. Which is why in Blade, he tells her. Yeah, crosses, they don't do shit. Mm-hmm. Because it's, Sunlight, silver, that's how you kill a vampire. Yeah, because it's all biological. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your grandfather's vampires. <laughs> sure, Wesley Slimes vampires. Yeah. All right. I still got the Cookie Crisp kind of vampires and werewolves. Those are pretty cool. Cookie Crisps? No, like Count Chocula. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, they had no werewolves in the cereal. No, they didn't, but they had it's vampires. It's a ghost and a Frankenstein monster. Yeah, but they had vampires. Yeah. Count Chocula. That counts. Okay. Anyway. So Victor's awoken. He's fucking pissed. He's like, this is supposed to be Marcus's turn. Yeah, well, he doesn't know yet because he wakes up. Oh, he yeah, just thinks right. it's his turn. He's like, oh, sorry. You've been awoken a thousand years before you're supposed to. What? what? I've seen her images. Her, her, They're so congested or whatever. Well, the reason why is they're distorted because the, usually an elder is the one that's able to can take care of it because they can put their memories in order. So when they do transfer information, it's more chronological. It's more streamlined. So it makes more sense. Right. Yeah. It's not like the uh, the Harry Potter uh, leech in the water, whatever. He puts a wand in there and finds memories. No, I've right. never seen those movies. Oh, no? No. They're not that bad. If you watch them back to back, it's fine. It, if you watch them like one at a time when they came out... I, Hard. You'd probably kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's hard. Yeah. Because the way they evolve, I, I, I waited until like the last one came out, mm-hmm. the Deathly Hollows, yeah, and to, then, and to then binge you, watch them all. And I was like, all right, I, I'm on board. As they okay. get older, it surprisingly gets very dark. Yeah. It gets real real good dark. I like it. Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah. He dies. Mm, come on. Hans Gruber? No, the character, the actor that played um, <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore. He dies after the second movie. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. They had to replace him with another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, does Hans Gruber die in the series? He does, huh? 
He dies saving Harry or something? That's yes. possible. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember the last... I don't think I saw the last one, actually. <laughs> That's probably... Re- you should. It's pretty good. I remember he killed Harry Potter, or tried to. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, in he, the first part of the, uh, Deathly Hallows. Okay, then you watched you watched the first part, but you didn't see the second part? I don't part? think I did. Oh, no, I did, because I remember seeing them... At, like, they tried to do Harry Potter in olden times, like, after he grew up and had kids. Like, work out he's like a it? child, man. Yeah. You can't be an adult looking like that. <laughs> I don't know. I looked like a child <laughs> for a Gary while. Oldman's in there, dude. Yeah, you like, you like that Gary was my Oldman. favorite Harry Potter one when he came in, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. That was my favorite, Serious Black Man. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so vampires, uh, <laughs> <laughs> werewolves, and werewolves. Yeah, which were in Harry Potter too? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so where the fuck? Where were we? Um, she's tracking down Michael. Yeah. Oh, wakes up Victor and then goes to look look for Michael. Uh, so now Craven has to explain to Victor what's going on and. Uh, Victor, we find out that Victor saved Celine because her family was getting eaten by werewolves, and Victor came to uh, save her, pretty much. And that's why there's a connection there, mm-hmm. and whatnot. That's why she likes him so much. Yeah, that's it, why he it's, it's her father for the for the for all sex and purposes. Yeah, and like that's the reason why uh, they're they're also why she choose. Oh, you said it. Explain it. Never mind. Yeah, it's fine. So, uh, so she goes, finds Michael, chains him up in a thing uh, in, a, in an interrogation room. Uh, it was a pretty cool line I thought that was in this in this scene where they, uh, what are those bullets for? Like, well, when we're interrogating werewolves, we got to take the silver out of them in order to, so they don't die while we're interrogating them. And what happens afterwards? Put the bullets back in. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, I love that. I love that line. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh yeah, gangster. <laughs> <laughs> So leaves him there, gives him a gun. Hey, if you can't handle the transformation, kill yourself. And because uh, there's a full moon coming, yeah, yeah. So she's scared that yeah, he's, he's, he's about turn. to transform. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we go back, and Craven has now has the blood sample. Hey, turns out this is the chosen one. This is uh, this is our Neo. We gotta <laughs> we gotta do something. We'll gate him. Would would Craven be the uh, jo- uh, Joey Pants of the group? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The he would. Traitor? Yeah, he's trying to be plugged back in. Uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, he uh, he, he meets with Cra- uh, Craven. Uh, Craven meets with Lucian, and in, in the, in they're like, uh, "This is not our deal." Ah, let me show you some more teeth. Yeah, but uh, whatever thing. <laughs> so like, ah, I hate that Craven dude, and I just hate him. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the whole point. No one's supposed to like him. You know, I don't. I don't like him. I feel he's doing, he's a bad actor. Is what I think it is. That's not, that's not the character. <laughs> okay. We like, uh, get it, your vampire. Put your teeth away, you dick. Yeah, I like when they hit him. That's even funnier. Anyways, yeah. Did you know your boy Gary Oldman was a vampire? He was Dracula in you, yeah, you, Bram Stoker's Dracula. You mentioned that. I, haven't, I still haven't seen it yet. You should he's watch a, it. He's really good yeah. as Dracula. He, he's good at everything, man. Mm-hmm. What does he do bad? He was great as uh, Emperor Zod, Commander Zod, Z- Zed. Z- Damn it. What movie are you thinking of? Fifth Element. Zorg. Zorg. Oh, Zorg. Zorg. Damn it. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. There it is. Yeah, man. Emmanuel. Yeah, he's, he's good at everything. Zorg. Anyways, anyway, all of this taken down by one little Green. cherry. <laughs> cherry? Yeah, cherry. Thank you. <laughs> you have saved my life. Therefore, I shall spare yours. Yeah. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> oh, good that stuff. gun? Yeah. Yeah, so good. Why didn't Celine have the fucking fifth element gun? <laughs> that would have took out some wolves. Now, she does act a lot like, um, the, she, when she fights, she does look a lot like, um, the girl from Fifth Element. Lilu? She? Yeah, yeah, she's Lilu-ish. Yeah. I see that. Same haircut? Multi-pass. Yeah. She talks better, though. Yeah. 
so, um, so uh, they, this is safe house is where they interrogate the werewolves, and when while they're there, um, doesn't the yeah. werewolves try to? The, I think it's the vampires come for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the Celine sneaks out to yeah. take, and they're trying to get both of them. Right. So uh, he jumps out the window. He finds out he can take gi- uh, giant falls, and he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Uh, <laughs> then the, the cops show up. This is yeah. the scene you were talking about. Well, that's it. The second time, the first time they tr- they're looking for him at the oh yeah hospital. yeah. The second time they're these are the same two. I guess it's the same two cops. Yep. They take they they grab him, put him in the back seat, and they take off uh, while uh, Lilu number two is taking <laughs> care of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So during the during the drive back, they uh, they have to I guess douse him with some sort of weird worm yeah. version of garlic he, or something. He like starts that. transforming, and this is the thing that I don't understand in any werewolf movie. Is is the moon being out what causes it? The the transformation, or is them seeing the moon what causes it? Because it's, it's a full moon, but if it's a cloudy night, does that mean they don't turn into the werewolves? It depends on the mythos. Because it seems like he's fine. Then like the clouds part. Oh, there's a moon. Ah, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's based upon the mythos because you remember how he starts changing even before the full yeah, moon comes out. Yeah, he's in a little bit of pain, but once the moon comes out, it's like, oh, it's full on now. I think I think it has to do with uh, just the overall uh, time of the month. Because I feel like that happens in all the werewolf movies. Like it's it's a cloudy day or a cloudy night, and then the clouds part, revealing the moon. But it's been up for hours already. Mm-hmm. But not until you see, oh, there's the moon. Ah, then they start transforming. <laughs> I think you know how like so the, they just put like sunglasses on they'll be fine maybe <laughs> but you know how like the you know how like the, when they show it it's always in the specific time of day or night yeah when it shows I think it has to do with that form of the time of the night oh the witching hour yeah I guess I think that's it yeah okay that that was in another movie we did Hocus Pocus <laughs> I don't think I saw that one all right um anyway. So they, they they get him they 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 drug him they take him back to Lucian's lair and they're, they're, he's tied up now and like oh we got you nah Meh. and then Lucian comes out tries to explain what's going on because basically he's actually quite civilized and no one knows because he's a lichen that also has long hair it, yeah <laughs> and this is where the lines start getting blurred which I think you were talking about uh, Hollywood as far as who's who's on betraying who, who's on who's whose side on, here uh, yeah who's on first. Because while this is also happening, so werewolves oh. are werewolves are also attacking the train, which is uh, has Amelia, which is the uh, vampire queen of a different mm-hmm. realm. She's one of the third elders. Yeah, so she's coming into town for the awakening of uh, Marcus, which I think we don't we see in the next movie or something. Possibly, yes. I don't I don't remember. Yes, uh, it's, it's Marcus's turn to reign, but Victor's woken up by Celine. Uh, all right. I, I guess it's, as I'm saying it out loud, it's getting confusing. Basically, Vic, <laughs> Victor's Victor's asleep. Amelia's awake. Marcus is supposed to be next, but Victor comes out after Marcus. Vic, uh, Celine takes Victor out of the loop, brings him out first. Marcus is supposed to come out, doesn't do so. So um, so now now Celine comes. She tracked down one of the werewolf people, the, like the doctor guy, uh, brought him to the coven where Marcus is now. No, uh, Victor is pretty much interrogating Craven. Like, so what the fuck? Like, um, all these things, like, but there's no proof. And then Celine comes in, here's your proof. Throws the guy out there, and like, oh, she, and he tells the story. He gives us pretty much the rest of the exposition that we need for, uh-huh. for this story to work. Uh, that there's a, there's a, a creature that has been said that can be werewolf and, and a hybrid. A hybrid. No, 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 no. It's, it's a bloodline. Yeah. The, well, so yeah, somebody way back in the day, uh, I forget the name of the person. Cor- Corvinus. Corvinus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of Corvinus bloodline. That's right. Who was bitten by both and survived, sired kids uh, that were still kind of pure bloods. They 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 hold the DNA that 
makes him able to be both. Uh, but he died. So now they're trying to find track down those ancestors of the purebloods to take the pureblood, inject it into the werewolf along with the vampires to make it a super hybrid awesomeness. Because supposedly um, the two brothers, one bitten by bat, one bitten by wolf, they were the ones that turned into the firstborn for the werewolves and the vampires. Um, we find out who they are later. But um, the thing about it is, is their their father was uh, bitten, was uh, infected by the black plague. Okay. And he survived it because he mute, his body was able to mutate the thing and make him immortal instead. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, so, I just want to say that. That's actually a different movie. Is it? That's the, 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 the whole thing about the immortal part. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he became immortal, but I guess died still somehow. <laughs> Wait. What? No, no, no. Basically, they're talking about like the – He has the genes for mortality, but – Immortality. Yeah. Uh. Okay. There's three brothers. There's three brothers. One <laughs> yeah. been by Matt. One been right, by Matt. One been by right Wolf. One to walk the lonely path as a man. Yeah. That's the gene pool they were looking for. Because Which is Michael. Yes. Because he's the one that hasn't been transformed by either, and still has the gene for the possibility to make a so-called hybrid. Right. So Lucian's plan is to take Michael's blood, inject it into himself. To become the all-powerful. But he also needs a pure blood of a vampire, which is Amelia. So Amelia's train was hijacked by the werewolves while the vampires that were Craven's people just stood by and watched because Craven's double-crossing everybody. He made a deal with Lucian back in the day. I forget the details of the deal, but pretty much I'll let you live and we'll be friends. He wants to be in charge of the coven. He wants to be left alone. He wants to be get rid of the elders and make him all-powerful. Oh, that's right. Because Lucian isn't necessarily a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. Yeah. He's just a bad guy. Uh, because we, now Was that from Adam? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. That's right. Yeah. That was Zangief that said that. Yeah. <laughs> In the Russian language, too. Yes. Or accent, at least. Uh, so this is where we start finding out the rest of the story, where now Lush, uh, Lucian's plan is to get that, to overthrow the uh, the leaders the, of the vampire world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> because Lucian... You you find out that Lucian was dating uh, Victor's, Victor's daughter, daughter, and he got her pregnant. Yeah. So Victor killed the daughter, so that way there wouldn't be a hybrid baby that could overtake both races. Right. Because Victor thought it was an abomination. Yes. So that whole thing is is happening, and the whole bit about <laughs> yeah, Victor's still getting his uh his his, his strength. He's, he's getting a blood transfusion the entire time mm-hmm. to get his vampire blood back. Uh, which is a cool idea. I like that. I That's did like cool that. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Like he's he's so weak that to keep this fucking guy alive because he's so old, you got to hit him with the transfusions. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And little by little, he starts getting his strength and he starts uh, looking younger and he's no longer the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we, we cut back to where – now 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 the Victor knows the truth and Craven's the asshole here. And we're like, all right, everybody, storm the castle or the den. Not the hive. Coven. Yeah. No, the, 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 oh, where, yeah, where, the, where the werewolves are. Yeah, sorry. So everybody, everybody's going in full force. And uh, a lot of really good battle scenes here, I think. A lot, lot of good uh, gunfights and just regular fightings and whatnot. Craven's gone. Craven uh, gets shot by Craven. Uh, no, uh, Lucian gets shot by Craven uh, with the bullets, which now have silver nitrate in it. Because I guess uh, the guy from Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, he got the idea. Hey, they're putting UV in their bullets. Eh. But silver in ours. Yeah, let's make ours uh, enter the bloodstream instead of just like silver pellets, liquid silver mm-hmm. to, to fuck them up. 
It's not like superheated or anything. I think it's like mercury or something like that that's mixed with yeah. something. Yeah, it's silver nitrate, I think is what they, they called it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so Craven starts turning back to a good guy, I guess, uh, shoots Lucian. I, no, I was, no, there is no good guy, bad guy. It's just a war. Yeah. So Craven's basically saying... I, I uh, couldn't with, his, with that guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, be basically because Lucian like messed up Craven's chances for being all powerful. Craven's just trying to nick back on his. Uh, yeah, he's re- yeah he's reneging on the deal, and so now there's there's the battle where now Michael's there and he's he's dying, and uh, is it Lucian's like bite him, get him. Yeah, because Craven shoots uh, Lucian and Lucian and. Uh, yeah, so we find out apparently what happened. Through, through this whole rest of the thing, we get the rest of the story now. So the whole story comes into full into full focus now. Victor is the one that killed Celine's parents. Yes, and 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 brothers and sisters came to her and like, ah, I can't kill you because you remind me of my daughter, which I already killed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So second chance here, I get to make you immortal. Yeah, and I gave you the best life you could ever have as a yeah. vampire to seek vengeance on everybody else except for me. Uh, and now, so Lucian, to me, Lucian's a good guy in this entire movie. The, the the guy that we're portrayed as the bad guy, yeah. he's the guy that's like he's got it right. He's trying to stop all this craziness. Yeah. And the vampires, which were supposed to be the good guys, they're the assholes. Mm-hmm. And so Celine's just kind of like I don't know. <laughs> She's kind of stuck in the middle of it. And then uh, now there's the the battle scene between Victor and and Michael because Michael's Celine bit him and uh, he turns blue. He's, yeah, he, he's he, the hybrid. He, he turns into a werewolf and then halfway back into a human. Because now he's got both of them in it. So he's, he's this weird blue type mm-hmm. of werewolf. crazy guy. He's a vampire. He's a hybrid. Yeah. Half so, vampire, half werewolf. All awesome. Yeah. So they're fighting uh, each other. And then uh, Victor comes in and I, I kills Lucian. And uh, now they start fighting. And uh, this was kind of weird. To, to see uh, Victor and, and Michael fighting each other, it, it felt like Victor shouldn't have won that fight at all. It also because he's old and he's just he was just slow. He was slow uh-huh. on his punches and whatnot. Supposedly, the longer a vampire lives, the stronger they get. Yeah, well, they, they do show this one scene where he's how badass he is. Yeah, where Werewolf rushes Victor and he just kind of just puts his hand out, grabs him, and like snaps his neck in front mm-hmm. of him. Like, Bramp. yeah, that's how cool I am. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's there's a final battle scene, and then right as Victor's about to win, uh, Celine comes out with a sword and does this crazy jump move. Where he just like slashes and then flies across the room for some reason. Seemed uh, overkill. It is. Lands. Victor turns around. Ah! And then the scene from Resident Evil where... Head slices. Yeah. yeah. Blood <laughs> head just falls off. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been known to be done in a lot of like it's, samurai-based movies. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done, or I think, ad least. nauseum at this point. Yeah. But it, it, at the time, though, I was like, whoa! When I first saw it, that was amazing! Cause even, yeah, because he even had a second to like think and like be angry about it, and then realized, oh no, I'm dead. Yeah, I just I, at the time I was just like, that is the coolest thing ever, and now uh, now now it's not so much because I think it's been overdone. Yeah, but then again, this was earlier, so not Yay. overdone at the time, but still, but still matrixy. Yeah, I said it doesn't age well. It, yeah. it, it absolutely doesn't age well. So that's that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. We get a final narration. They leave the, their enemies to both sides, wolf yeah. and vampire, and then uh, so Celine's at a payphone booth. I know you can hear me. Mm-hmm. I know you're coming for me, but uh, whatever the, the final scene from the Matrix is. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it to fly off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a new day now. And then the blood 
uh, someone's blood drips into Marcus's tomb. Yeah. Yeah. That werewolf. Which contains the, the werewolf scientist. What no, it doesn't. No? No, it doesn't. Oh, I thought it did. Whose blood was that? That was the that was a scientist werewolf. Oh. The one oh. that the one that Victor like Oh, that took a long time to get there then. <laughs> yeah. Because like he literally when he punched him, it split open part of his face and yeah. the blood came rushing out from there. Oh, okay. Is that is that that comes to fruition in the sequel? Yes. Okay. I, I, for, I forgot all about the rest of these movies. <laughs> I remember liking them a lot, but I, I only remember this one. The thing about it is is with these sequels, it's a long story that really mm-hmm. like tells about everything. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So Celine tells us in the outro music, like, so I'm screwed. We're all screwed. We'll see what happens when everybody wakes up. But uh, we're going to get out of here for now. Pretty much. That's it. It's the movie. Michael's Forever Blue. <laughs> He's the cookie monster. Abadia, no, I went straight for the cookie monster. <laughs> Sesame Street. Okay. <laughs> or Grover. Oh, <gasps> Grover. <laughs> Grover. Oh, yeah. He's a superhero guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, no good, huh? I was just confused. Craven, his story got me. I was like, so he's secretly working with him, but then he's working with this guy. It, it, and it's it, just, it, I saw this too late. You yeah, know how I always right. tell Absolutely. you, Adam, you had to have seen these shitty like, horror movies as a kid yep. to appreciate them. I felt like I saw Underworld too late. Mm. You did. Because you chose to do that. Yeah, I, I saw it again right now, and it was it was too late. <laughs> I don't know. I like the transformations, though. The werewolf transformations? Yeah. I remember thinking those were amazing when I first saw them. Like, that is the best transformation I've ever seen of any werewolf. But it just – the graphics do not hold up. It just yeah. looks really bad now. I just like the idea about how, how it transforms. Also, I did see behind the scenes for how they made the werewolves walk and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool, too. You okay? They were just – they were too – they seemed uh, – over encumbered the werewolves, like because they, I guess they, they tried to do part of it practical, and no, it was all practical. Yeah, well, not the transformation parts. No, but yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> once once they were werewolves, like how do you walk around? It just yeah. it, it just seemed like that's that seems really hard, guys. Well, they were literally on like uh, bented stilts. Yeah, yeah. So it just it, it doesn't hold up at the time. It was it was it was it was amazing. I remember thinking this this is, this is the best werewolf I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, yeah, but I think if you see the sequel, it makes a lot more sense. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I'll get to that at some point. Yeah. When uh, when part six comes out and we have to do part two on spoilers. Oh, <laughs> no, I I say no to that. No, okay. Vetoed. <laughs> Honestly, uh, if you watch the prequel before you watch the first one, it's actually better. There's a prequel? There's a prequel? Yeah. Is that the one that doesn't have Bake, yes. Kate Beck and yes. Sailor in yes. it, right? Yeah. Ah. This is Victor's story. Okay. And Lucian's story. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. That'd be interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> What, would you be interested in that Die Hard prequel? No, I still can't. Oh, why gotta remind me? You think they're gonna do something stupid where like he's in an airport and he bumps into someone and it's ha- like a young Hans Gruber? <laughs> like, like, do you think they have a stupid scene like that? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. I think they'd have like a whole. Sh- I think they'd have like a bit for about pizza. Pizza? What the hell am I ordering oh, a pizza? No, that I was such a throwaway line. I know. I feel like <laughs> they could do something no. like that though. It might, it might incorporate young Carl Winslow. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to do something stupid like that. How? Well, because they're already they have a stupid idea of already trying to redo this. You can't, you can't, you cannot redo John McClane. He, he's like a figurehead of the action genre. You cannot try to re. Oh no, you can't change that. They redid, redid Mad Max. That that's, was that's like fine. no, he wasn't a figurehead for Mad Max. If back in the day he was, they redid uh, Mel Gibson. 
Yeah, but this this is a different kind of storyline. I don't think it's the exact same storyline. It, it was like years in the future. I don't know. <laughs> the point is, it doesn't work with John McClane. That's all. Plus, John McClane is just a street cop. Yeah, there's nothing fantastic about what, him. What? Yeah, what, that's, that's the what point. We're gonna it. see just just him fucking writing parking tickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell are you gonna put in this movie? Well, this director mar- is married to Kate Beckinsale. Oh, they met on set. Okay. They got married. Mm-hmm. They're still married to this day, I think. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. kudos. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. Like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? You know, let's hear the bad reviews make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> Destin Thompson of the Washington Post says, it needs a wooden stake and a silver bullet through its script. <laughs> it does. <laughs> because like several times. And werewolves, yeah. you see. Jay Boyar <laughs> of the Orlando Sentinel says, somewhere out there, Dracula is turning over in his grave. Wow. Which one? <laughs> John Moynihan of the Detroit Free Press says, rather than a clever horror hybrid, the movie spends most of its energy channeling the Matrix. Yep. I agree. Yep. It's all colored. Like, you know, the Matrix was like greeny. Mm-hmm. This is bluey. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says, this is a movie so paltry in its characters and shallow in its story that the war seems to exist primarily to provide graphic visuals. I agree. Okay. Good reviews. Mary Brennan of the Seattle Times says, a weirdly compelling blend of corny sentiment and bloodthirsty ballet. That's fine. Yeah. Well, at, again, at the time, this, like I said, this was probably the best version, or for me at the time, only version of the Vampire Werewolf crossover. I mean, like before, even the crossovers. I mean, when was the last time you saw a decent werewolf movie? I don't think I've ever seen a decent werewolf movie. This is like the beginning of the first good werewolf movie. Yeah. The besides the Wolfman movie, American first, Werewolf yeah, in London. Yeah. Besides that one, uh, I, 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 think, I didn't care for that one. No, I like oh, that one. Seventies. Yeah. Oh, not American the pa- not the Paris makeover. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the London. Oh, they, they did they did uh, two of those: American World in London, then one in Paris. Yeah, yeah. You have to watch the London one. That's the OG one. That's yeah, the better one. But that was like still in the late '90s, 2000s, right? No. '90s was Paris. That oh, was the shit. crappy one. Yeah, okay, that was a shitty one. Okay, yeah, that was bad. All right. Anyway, uh, Bruce Westbrook of the Houston Chronicle says. A vampire film for the new millennium, bold, galvanizing, and darkly stylish. That's like what you were saying, Maestro. Yeah. Like, this is the beginning of... Yeah, yeah. This update. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there was, like, before, like, the American Wolf in London, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Finally, Michael Booth of the Denver Post says, a well-conceived, powerful movie over the top for all the right reasons. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, it seems a little too much. That's <laughs> like for the Rotten Tomatoes game. <laughs> I have to... These guys have to get a score of the Rotten Tomatoes score. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, the t- thermometer. Yeah. <laughs> the scoring system is zero to fifty nine percent is rotten, sixty to eighty four percent is fresh, and eighty five percent up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the audience this time. Okay. This is tough for me because I have to fight against my previous self and my current self. Just I- remember, you, they have to be able to type in order to give you the yeah, information. Right. <laughs> my previous self would have given this like a seventy or something. Mm-hmm. Four years after the Matrix, yeah. Uh, to now I'm gonna drop it down to a fifty-nine. Okay. Say, I'll go sixty. Okay, just 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 barely fresh. Don't forget Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale's in it. Yeah, she is. Seventy-four. 
79%. Oh, wow. Oh, my previous self was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, your previous self didn't tell me what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now the uh, critics, the tomato meter. Okay. Uh, this, I have to... I have to give it points for at, this is one of those at the time movies. At the time, I think ahead of its time. Now, way behind the times. So, and also because the okay, audience. I'll give it a sixty-nine, sixty, thirty-one percent. Oh my god! This is, doesn't surprise me. Wow! All right, that threw me for a loop. <laughs> Does that disappoint you, Adam? I'm sorry. No, it makes sense now, but oh, yeah, I, yeah. I would assume you have to average out the at-the-time reviews mm. with now. Oh, okay. At-the-time reviews, I think, would have been much higher. I also feel like the movie was rather confusing for first-time watchers. So yeah. if a critic was just <laughs> like to watch me? a movie... Yeah. yeah. For a critic to yeah. watch a movie once and see that thing, all they would see is just the, the ridiculousness without seeing the plot differences, the switches, yeah. the... Stuff like that. Because it's a lot of stuff that put into one movie. <laughs> it, it is. And I think at the time, I was able to follow it because I was just, I was just too, I was so on board with the, the concept of it. But as I was explaining it to you now, Hollywood, I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have noticed that Paul Giamatti has been in a lot of our movies. Oh, yes. So this is the Paul Giamatti section of the show. Since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Craven? Craven. I'm feeling Craven. The little weasel little... <laughs> Two timer? No, <laughs> the doctor, the oh, scientist, yeah. the, the the werewolf scientist guy. Oh, that makes sense. Too. Yeah, absolutely. We don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Selene, the heroine's name, is the moon in Greek mythology. Yes, that's true. You knew that? I didn't know. That. I know that. Well, we, we had a friend in high school that had a similar name and was obsessed with this. Character mm. and uh, for that reason, for that exactly, exactly for that reason, Len Wiseman opted to shoot many of the action and effect sequences live without computer imagery. In one scene, for instance, a werewolf seems to run more than fifty miles per hour behind a speeding car. This was shot using an elaborate rig towed be- behind the vehicle, while actor Michael Sheen doing the close-ups of the running and the jump onto the car, while the actor, I fuck, I. That's, that's fine. What we get it. An elaborate rig. It was a rug. <laughs> no, no, it was like a, it had to be a crane, a crane no, system. This no, sh- I saw it. I saw the thing. Oh, was, did you? Yeah, it's just a, it's just a long rug. That's all it was. This oh, was nice. shot using an elaborate rig toward, towed behind a vehicle with actor Michael Sheen doing the close-ups of the running and the jump onto the car, while the long shot of Lucian running was done by stuntman Todd Schneider. Okay, that was it, pretty. That was a pretty cool thing. Basically, what it was, it was just a long rug that was probably like what fifty yards, right? And the car was, and it was attached to the car, and just make sure it was smooth and everything like that. He would just run on top of the rug until he got to there. And that's just, pretty cool. Notice how they didn't show like his bottom of his feet. Yeah, that's because he was running on a rug. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Finally, the the attack dogs outside of the vampire mansion were actually very docile and playful canines, which were the only dogs available at the time. <laughs> For the scene where they chased Scott Speedman, director Len Wiseman had to film short clips of the dogs running and later put in sounds of vicious barking. If you look closely, though, you can see their tails happily wagging <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> hey nice. there, buddy. Want to play? Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this was $22 million. 
What? That's really low. That's real low. Give me your guess. That, ex- that explains the effects of the werewolf world. and the less of that lack of ac- extras. Yeah, where it's worldwide <laughs> gross. Uh, it had to have been good because they're making the six, a fifth one of this already. Well, the sixth one's apparently in the making. Uh, I'll say eighty-nine million. Okay, one twenty. In the U.S., this grossed fifty-one point nine million. Oh. Overseas, it grossed forty-three point seven, bringing its total gross to ninety-five point seven million. All right, not far This film debuted in first place on the weekend of September nineteenth, two thousand three, amongst high scores. Point seven million. <laughs> we were one of them. Yes, I know. That's why. Actually, <laughs> two of them because it's you and me. We're two guys. Yeah. No, we were at high. Oh, school. We were at high school. That's right. It's two thousand three. Holy shit! This was post high school. Yeah. Wait a right, second. Right after high school for us. We're two. We're two. Yeah, we're 02. Should we see that online? That's fine. Who cares? I'm 32 years old. <laughs> you are? That's fine. <laughs> At the time of this recording? <laughs> according, to box office, <laughs> according to Box Office Mojo, this is the 31st highest grossing film in the category Action Heroine, where, uh, the, lead, really? where the lead character is a female. Number one is Resident Evil. Yeah. Number one is... Uh, I thought it was going to be The Hunger Games because uh-huh. oh, okay. she's the lead. It's yeah. not. Okay, I'm fine with that. No- <laughs> you don't even know number one. Number one is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, Ray. Because Ray oh, is the lead. But that's not is, fair. Is she the lead? I know. Is she she's, the lead? No, she's – Because David Boyega is like, like, kind of like a partner in it. Yeah. Yeah, plus in, in current dollars. <laughs> current I mean, dollars? It, well, just because everyone, everyone wanted to see that movie. Everybody in the world wanted to see that movie. Uh-huh. That, that, that was that's, – that's an artificial inflated number. So what's number two? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I uh, think it's one of the Hunger Games. Man. Okay. Then that would make more sense. Okay. Finally, in 2003, this was the 58th highest grossing film. Number one that year was The Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Excellent. Nice. Good choice. Very good. Like it. Mm-hmm. That's with the ghost, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> and those shall keep it. That's 2003's Underworld, directed by Len Wiseman, husband of Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Check out. Our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Send us an email for any questions, opinions, or requests at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com. Please rate and review the show on iTunes to help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and you leave us a recommendation, it'll jump on to the top of our list. Yeah. Next week, we re- we actually don't have any anything planned. I have an idea. Yeah. By the time... Next week's airs, we're going to have a new president, oh. emperor, whatever okay. you want to call him. Yeah. Consul Getty. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, what if we did the third purge, purge election year? Since oh. we've already done the first two purges. That's true. Keep this tradition going. The purge was like our fifth episode. Yeah. We're already on 121. Okay. So we did... The first, the second. Let's let's finish this up with the third. Perfect. And I heard. For, I haven't seen it yet. Everybody said, "Oh, dude, this movie." And well, nobody thought Trump would win. But when this movie came out, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this makes total sense in this <laughs> like election environment." I think it'd be cool. Okay. To see like to view it in a, in a Trump presidency. Now. All right. I thought you were going to run with Bullworth. <laughs> I do like Bullworth. That, yeah. that was fun. That was a fun one. Uh huh. Not what I expected to He's be at all. Back. <laughs> Fucking what's his name? Uh, he's got a, he's got a female type of name. Warren Beatty. Yeah, B- Beatty. That's what. Yeah, Beatty yeah. always throws me off. Warren huh? Beatty's back. Yeah. How is that a female type of name? I don't know. Beatty to me seems it sounds female, even though it's the last name. I guess it doesn't matter. You know, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, like, if it was named, he was named like in 
if you had a butler, they would call him Master Beatty. Oh, <laughs> well, I said he's back because he made that shitty Howard Hughes movie. What? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. He's he hasn't, yeah, yeah, he hasn't starred <laughs> okay. wait, wait, in a Howard movie, movie in, the one that in with almost the... a decade. Wow. You mean the Howard Hughes movie, the one with the, the pelican or the, the, the duck, the albatross, whatever they were? Howard the Duck is what you're talking about, I think? No, no, no. I was talking about the one with um, the guy from uh, Romeo and Juliet. Lucrecia? Yeah. Di- DiCaprio. <laughs> DiCaprio? Yeah. No, no, Lucrecia's the... That's the aviator. Yeah, yeah. It came out like... Because that's that was like Howard Hughes. It came out a long time ago. Yeah, but this is a new Howard Hughes movie. He makes other movies, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know there was going to be another Howard Hughes movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because it, it's been done. I mean, they they did it in that they had the Howard Hughes uh, play uh, as a cameo in uh, the Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. They made his own movie with DiCaprio. I thought that was the one we were talking about yeah. called no. The Aviator. No, uh, this one is, it's another Howard right. Hughes movie that right. Warren Beatty stars. He stars in it. He wrote it, and I think he might have directed it. Oh, and it's terrible. Uh, so he's not back so much. No, so he's not back. <laughs> okay. Everyone was like, "War Baby's back! Get yeah. that Oscar ready!" And then it movie sucked. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rusty. So election year. So the purge. I'm looking forward year. to watching that. I haven't seen it yet. I know that guy's Ooh. back. The Punisher guy. Oh yeah, he's back in this one. All right, cool. That's right. We did this. Uh, we did this trailer on the spoilers video. Yeah, we did thing way back then. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So I'm excited. That. So I'm excited for this one. All right. We'll check it out. I heard that foreigners. Remember, we talked about it. We're like, how come like foreigners don't come to the U.S. and try to start some shit? <laughs> I read that they do in this. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the band. That'd be cool. <laughs> no. Uh, so check out the Purge election year next week. All right. For next week's episode. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Astro. I'm Adam. And this was a werewolf movie. It was a, a, a vamp wolf. It's a hybrid movie. Werepire. <laughs>